Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks. What does that mean? Well, there's over 8,000 choices to make on the stock market on any daily basis. Way too much for any person to take a look at. Maybe you want to use the AI thing and sift out all the crap. Well, good. Fine dandy. I don't want to listen to a machine. I want to do my own work. Call me funny. I don't know. But here's the thing. I've scanned over every dividend stock there was. If I've missed any, I'm terribly sorry. What I'm looking for is consistent increasing of dividends paid out to the shareholders for a minimum of 20 years. What does that mean? It means every year I want higher and higher dividend paid out to me. If I'm going to put my money into your company, I want to be compensated for it. I want my share of the profits, which sounds logical because that's why people invest in the first place. We invest, we give you our money, we want a return. So what I did is I looked at all the companies that have more than 20 years of increased payments to their shareholders. All right, that's number one. Number two, I think that's the only one because in order to increase your payments for 20 years consecutively you have to have been in business for at least 20 years okay so you've made it past the uh i don't even know what the threshold is but they say most companies that start on a yearly basis end up uh, folding after 10 years it's like one in 10 uh, one in 100 so it's really once you get to a certain point the companies are, are more or less stable but if you take a look at the, my companies the list that i look at Ford, General Motors, Procter & Gamble, uh, Kimberly-Clark, PPG Incorporated, AT&T, Target, USB, Verizon, MasterCard, Visa, blah, blah, blah. I can keep rattling down the list. Each one of these companies are over 50 years old. Minimum, bare minimum, 50 years. Okay? They've seen a lot of crap in the last 50 years. But you have some of the companies I'm looking at are over 100 years old. We're talking World War One, World War Two, uh, Vietnam, Korea, the uh, conflict over in the Afghanistan area, Iraq, all that crap. Yeah, so they have some longevity to them. They've constantly increasing the dividend payments. Do I really care what the prices are? Not really. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, I really can't see Ford as not being Ford are not being around in the next 10, 15, 20 years. Just like General Motors, AT&T, uh, Verizon. You know, they may change a little bit here and there, tweak a, a few things. But other than that, for the most part, they're here for the long haul. And what do you do at Ford? You go and you make cars. Okay. What else do they do? That's basically about it. They make cars. Well, I can't really say that about General Motors because General Motors does have a finance department. So they not only do they make cars, they also have a department that finances them, a whole different section, which is pretty freaking awesome because I love General Motors. It's one of those, I'm going to call it a stable stock. If I don't have something to invest in, if there's nothing popping up with a dividend, it tickles my fancy, then I jump into Ford, General Motors, AT&T, uh, AIG, um, you know, one of those companies that have been around for a long period of time and consistently increased their profits and... Better yet, one of my stable stocks, basically, 
the stock price has got to be right near the book value, preferably below the book value, which General Motors is below its book value. Ford is a tiny bit above book value, but so on and so forth. Because if the absolute worst case scenario comes and they liquidate everything, I want to know that my investment would be reimbursed somehow. So let's say hypothetically, hypothetically, if GM goes out of business, okay, GM's, let's quickly pull it up just for the fun of it. It's a Wednesday. Not a whole heck of a lot happens on a Wednesday because we already invested our money with all the, um, hold on, what am I doing? <laughs> That's funny. You get to a certain point in life, you have a tendency to forget things. All right, so General Motors has been around for quite a while. What, what are they saying here? Um, oh, wow. I'm not even looking at the date when they in, in, incorporated. Needless to say, I know that I had a car that uh, I bought. It was a 1928 Oakland. Nobody's heard of an Oakland. But here's the thing. Oakland was acquired by General Motors in 1909. So General Motors has been around since then. Not much I do know. But I think um, Oakland, they stopped making Oakland and they started making either the Pontiac or, or, or something else. I think it was the Pontiac. I'm not sure. But anyway, I remember that. I bought that car a while back. Had it for, to work on it for a while. Okay, so anyway, we get the book value at forty-eight forty-two. The current market value for the stock is thirty-two twenty-six. Okay, so why is the stock price less than the book value? Well, here's my opinion. I could be wrong, and my children, believe it or not, enjoy pointing out when dad is wrong, because you know if you grew up in my era. Father Knows Best. I forget the guy who, who starred in that show back in the 50s. But everybody always looked to dad to know the answers. And basically, my kids always came to me for the answers. And I knew basically a lot. So, I have been wrong once in a while. But, hypothetically speaking, General Motors is at 3226. The book value is 4842. Worst case scenario, General Motors goes bankrupt. Hypothetically speaking, you... They liquidate everything, and the shareholders get $48.42 per share. So, why not buy it if it's less than the book value? And they pay out dividends. All right? That works for me. All right. So, needless to say, where was I? I forget where I was even going with this. Let's check and see what my positions are. Now, I'm doing this to give you an idea of how you can do it also with yours. Now, I go one at a time, alphabetically, through my list. Now, my list has all close to 150 stocks in it, but I only carrying eight positions at this moment in time. Now, this is the first week I have carried eight positions over the weekend, and 100%, well, let me think, yep, 100% of my money is tied up in this account. Alrighty, so... Let's take a look at the last 30 days with our Ford. 30 days ago today, we were at 12.06. 30-day high at 12.91. This thing's just gone sideways for the past couple of weeks, which I think is pretty good. Uh, we're sitting at 12.43. Uh, 
at this moment in time. And where am I with Ford? Um, I'm twelve sixty three. Now I sold off the twelve fifties. Okay, so as long as she stays close, I'm pretty good. Now, what happens if she dips below twelve fifty by the end of the week? I carry my four hundred measly shares into next week. It's only four hundred shares. Not a big deal. But here's the thing: it's Ford. I really don't think they're going anywhere. I see no problem whatsoever holding on to it. Well, I. Dollar cost average down? Probably not. Because I'm into it at 1263. And for the fun of it, let's quickly check and see what the book value for Ford is. So I'm into it 1263. Ford has a book value of 1045. Do I really care? No, not really. I will continue to hold it. I have no problems with that whatsoever. All that being said, let's take a look at general. Motors. All right, so General Motors last 30 days. Okay, 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 33.45. This is basically a sideways company. You're traveling between 32 and 34 for the past month. <clears throat> wow, I got a little frog in my throat. That was a little one. <clears throat> okay, so 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 33.45. We got a 30-day bottom three weeks ago at 32.02. 30-day high two weeks ago at 34.60. We're sitting at 32.26. Not a big deal. Uh, I'm into it at 33.64. I sold off the 33s for 50 cents, so my effective sale price would be 33.50. I would be losing 14 cents a share, hypothetically speaking, but my bet is that it's gonna stay below 33 for the next couple of days. I may be right. You may be right, I may be crazy. <laughs> but it just may be a lunatic you're looking for. Okay, KMB, looking for, okay, KMB. Ooh, still sliding down, man. Now we talked a little about KMB yesterday. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 129.99. We got a 30-day high at 130.19. And she just keeps on dropping. We have another new bottom. That is today, 22.88. Keeps going down. Don't know why. Do I care? No, not really. Now, this was one of the things I was uh, I had I was asked. I said, like, what happens if stock keeps going down, keeps going down? I'm into Kimberly Clark at 143.08. Okay, do I just sit there and collect pre uh, dividends? I could, because they they increase their dividend every single year. So every year I'm getting higher and higher dividends, more and more money. But better yet, I'm selling off premiums for people to come in and buy it for me for what I paid for or less. Now this week, excuse me. I sold the 126s. What does that mean? That means if this thing goes above 126, then that person who bought the right to buy it from me, they don't have to. They're not obligated to. They just have the right to buy it from me at 126. They gave me a 35 cent premium, which, you know, 35 cents per share, just to have the privilege to buy this from me at 126. We're sitting at 123.53 at this moment. 
Do I think it's going to hit 126? Not really. That's why I sold it. I like to go three strikes out. I like to see what the stock has done in the last 30 days. Because my only concern is the next three to five days. You know, when the, by the time I sell the right of the option and by the time it expires. That small little window of five days. That's it. And what better way to figure out what is happening in the next five days than to see what happened the past four weeks. Past four weeks, last week, the week before, the week before, 30 days ago. So for the last 30 days, what has this thing been doing? Well, she's been slowly going down. What does that mean? That means it's slowly going down. Should I sell it, take a loss? No, I'm not going to sell it and take a loss. I'm going to continue to hold on to it and collect a higher dividend next year. But, actually I should say collect a higher dividend next quarter because the fourth quarter is next week. All right, so Kimberly Clark is going to be paying me another dividend if I hold on to it. I really honestly don't see it jumping back up to 143 um, anytime soon. But I really don't care because no matter what happens in the economy, this thing could go down to 2 or $3. I don't care. I still own 400 shares. And if they're going to increase the dividend payments for each share that I own, I'm going to get higher and higher dividends. And isn't that why we're doing this in the first place? To increase our cash flow or to increase our positions or to increase whatever your reasoning is. My reasoning is to collect a consistent and predictable cash flow on a weekly basis. Is it going to be 1% every week? Pretty much. I have pretty much, if you go back and look at my record from the whole year, I think I missed three or four weeks this whole year. Okay, we're into week number 39. And I think three or four weeks I didn't hit, well, wait, wait a minute, nine weeks I didn't hit my 1%. I did make money, but not the 1%. Only three, I think, three weeks, I actually lost money. Actually, you know, so at the end of the week, I didn't have cash flow. I collected dividends, but it wasn't positive cash flow. So that means I lost more than I made that week. But that's only like three out of 39. I think those odds are pretty good. And you gotta play the fiddler if you're gonna dance to the music. It. You gotta pay your dues. I'm here making the trades. Every once in a while, I gotta pay my dues. So I take a little loss here, a little loss there. Did it three times this year. Okay. Anyway, so Kimberly Clark, not a big deal. I'm gonna hold on to it. So no matter what happens, I own 400 shares. Okay, the stock can go down to 10 bucks. But here's the thing: even if the stock goes down to 10 bucks. They're still going to give me a higher dividend than they did last year. And I am perfectly okay with that. All right. So next on the list is PPG. Another one. This one gone down again. Damn, damn, damn. I'm not really hugely concerned. But here's the thing. 30 days ago today, we're at 140.67. A 30-day high was four weeks ago at 143.39. Now from there, ooh, so this one doesn't look as bad, okay? Now I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it, it is what it is, you know? Um, I honestly don't think 
PPG or KMB, Kimberly Clark or PPG has um, stopped producing companies. They haven't closed their doors. It's business as usual. This is as far as I know. Granted, I did not call them up and saying, hey, Patty, you're the secretary there, right? How's things going? Everything okay? I mean, you know, people clocking in on time, doing their work, really don't care. PPG, KMB, TGT, all increasing their dividends every single year. So the stock price goes down, big deal. The premiums still make it worthwhile. What do I mean by that? Well, PPG, um, we had a 30-day high four weeks ago at 143.39. The 30-day low was last Friday, last Thursday. Okay, and that was 128. We're sitting at 128.61. So the 128 could be the bottom. I don't know. It's the bottom for the past four days. I mean, it's the bottom for the past 30 days. Sorry. The past 30 days, this is the bottom. Uh, Monday, uh, sorry, Friday, the bottom was 128.30. Monday, the bottom was 129.36. Today, the bottom is 128.61. All higher than the 128. Okay, so is it going up? Don't really know. Do I care? Not necessarily so. Because I sold the 133s at 75 cents a share. That's close. I don't even know what the, what the dividend was. But 75 cents a share for owning a stock, I will write premiums on this thing every single week. I really don't care what the stock price is doing. I'm into it at 150. We're down to 128. I'm down what? 22. Yeah, 22 bucks. Is that right? 22 bucks? Yeah. I'm down $22 per share. Am I panicking? No. Why? Because the premiums on this company are awesome. 75 cents per share per week. Uh, I mean, oh, you know what? For the fun of it, you know, we're not, being, we're not doing any trades because it's a Wednesday, so not a big deal. <clears throat> but let's look at PPG just for the fun of it, and I'll give you some ideas of what PPG has done for me. PPG, here we go. Wow, look at that. Now, I'm looking at my statement. Now, <clears throat> I don't want you to panic because I'm not panicking. PPG is down, since I got it, 14.65% or $8,780. Okay, so I am down $8,780 on PPG. Do I care? No, I don't. Here's why. Let me show you. Okay, let's go back. Nope, I want to go back uh, 190 days. Whoops. From today. Okay, now, I'm trying to figure this out. Hold on a second. This is going to take me a bit. Um, okay. Now putting PPG into you there. This is going to give me a readout at every single trade I made on PPG. All right, here we go. You ready? <clears throat> so I got into PPG. Um, was that July twenty fourth? Okay, I bought it at one fifty sixty two five hundred shares. Now. 
That very same day, I sold someone the right to buy it from me at one fifty. I'm going to lose $0.62. Cents. Oh, Lord, please don't that happen to me. Anyway, I collected $2.05 as a premium just for that privilege. Okay? So that's over a thousand bucks right there. Okay, that was 724. Seven days later, 731, I sold five more premiums at 25 cents a share. Nothing happened. 87, which was seven days later, I sold five five premiums at 95 cents a share. Then I collected the dividend. Okay, great. I forget what the dividend was. Hope you're not going to make me look. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go take a look at it. Um, let's put in PPG. Okay, so PPG's not there. Not, no, there it is, right there. Because PPG has its dividend coming up on November 9th. And it is 62 cents. Wait a minute, that's last year's. Hold on a second. Let me go to this year's. In November, so. Wait a second. August. Okay, sixty-two cents. Okay, so the pre the uh, sorry the dividend. Hold on, where am I? Okay, the dividend. Da, 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 da. All right, let's go back to where I was. All right, sorry, I was looking at what the dividend was. The dividend was only sixty-two cents. Okay, so <clears throat> I collected one dividend already, 62 cents. Okay, where was I? So first week, 205. Second week, 25 cents. Third week, 95 cents. Fourth week, uh, a buck 10. Okay, um, I bought it. I mean, I sold for a buck 10. It dropped down, and I had to buy it back for 85 so I made, what is that, 40, 15, 25, I made 25 cents that way. Oh, so 25 cents that week. Next week, 70 cents. Next week, a buck. Okay, now this was 9.28, sorry, 8.28, a buck 10, and I had to buy it back for 2.40, so I lost 1.40, so off a little bit of that. Okay, so 9.5, 50 cents. 85 cents, 25 cents, 75 cents, and next month I'm going to collect another dividend. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 premiums and one dividend. Okay. Good. You know what the hell? Let's add it up because I got nothing else to do at the moment. Actually, I do have something that I probably shouldn't be fighting around like this. But for the fun of it, let's go. To. Whoops, 205 plus 25 plus 95 
plus 110 minus the 8. 5 I had to pay back. Plus 70 plus 100 minus 240. Plus 50. Hang on, I'm almost there. Plus 85. Plus 25. And plus 75. Equals 515. <clears throat> so that's $5.15 a share that I have collected in premiums alone okay so i've collected five dollars and 15 cents per share in premiums alone and i still own the stock plus i collected the dividends which let's add the dividend to it 65 so that's five dollars and 80 cents a share that i have collected so far just for owning ppg now if i take the loss will i make that back somewhere yeah i'll make it back somewhere somewhere on the line but this is what I call a cash cow, a golden goose. Every week, it gives me more and more money. It's all over the place. You know, the lowest I've collected was 25 cents a share. The highest I collected was $2.05 a share. But everything else is somewhere in the middle. Now, this is every single week, not just the dividends. So you get the dividends every 90 days. You collect a premium every single week. That's 52 weeks a year. And I've only owned this thing since... Uh, the last week of July. July, August, September. July, uh, August, September. So that's two months and two weeks. Something like that. Anyway, I'm perfectly happy with it. I have no desire whatsoever to sell it. I have no desire whatsoever to change my strategy. Yeah, PPG is less than what I paid for it, but is continually giving me weekly cash flow and that's my main goal okay am i planning on holding it damn straight all right anyway get sidetracked squirrel if any of you guys ever seen that movie you know we are sidetracked. squirrel squirrel <laughs> anyway at&t been in business for over a hundred years how can you go wrong with at&t all right, last 30 days, tra-la-la. 30 days ago today, we were at the 30-day low at 14.11. 14.11. We got a 30-day high last Wednesday at 15.73. Now, <clears throat> I thought yesterday was the bottom, but no. Today, we have a new low at um, sorry, fourteen sixty seven. Now that was the low of the day. We're sitting at fifteen oh two at the moment, which is okay. Works for me. Um, quickly, let's see what T looks like for the book value. Thirteen sixty eight. It's at fifteen oh two. If they go bankrupt, liquidate everything, so I lose two dollars and change. But I don't think so. It's been around for over 100 years. I kind of like to think that they're still pretty good at what they do. Okay, Target. I know we're going to hear heat on this one too. 
Ooh, new low. Ooh, this one hurts. <sighs> I'm going to go there. Hold on a second. Stay with me. 30 days ago today was sitting at 123.73. We got a triple top at 127.66. And lo and behold, we have a new 30-day bottom, and that's today. Woohoo! All right. No. Doesn't make me happy, Camper. Because I'm pretty sure I'm into this one at one. Oh, sorry, target. I'm looking at the wrong one. That doesn't look right. 135. Ouch. Can you see that one? Ouch. I sold the 115s. That's $20 below what I am into this thing. But again, do I really care? No. Target is a dividend king. A dividend king. 50 consecutive years they've increased their premiums. Let me quickly show you what I've done with. Let's look at Target. T, G, T, enter. And we want to look at, when did I get this thing? All right, let's check it out. Okay, so. We got this thing, holy cow, back in May. I'm going to rattle off some numbers. You tell me what you think. 236 a share, 138 a share, 94 cents a share, 81 cents a share, 335 cents a share, 34 cents a share, 88 cents a share, 47, 675, 66, and 39. Holy cow. This week is the worst week I've done with Target. 39 cents a share. So that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 premiums, 2 dividends. We got another dividend coming up. Okay, so I'm looking at this right, right off the top, top of my head. 230, 138, that's 370. 94, 470, um, 80, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. $11 per share just in premiums, plus two dividends. And it's a dividend king. Yeah, it's going down. I really don't care. You know, you take a look at the chart. Everything goes up and everything goes down. Is it going to go back up to 140? Where the hell did I get it? 157. Holy shit. I'm into this at 157. <laughs> I laugh because, you know, it, it is what it is. No matter what happens, okay, the economy can fall apart. But it's a dividend king. They've increased every year for more than 50 years. I have 400 shares. No matter what happens, I still have 400 shares. Next year, they're going to give me more and more dividends. So, why do I care what the price is? I don't. As long as I'm bringing in premiums, the lowest premium I have brought in from Target so far to date is $0.39 cents a share. I'm okay with that. All right. Let's pull up Target for a second. TGT. Here we go. The 15th of August, which was a couple weeks ago. Wait a minute, not a couple weeks ago. Okay, August. So that's the second month. All right, so we'll be collecting a dividend on this in November. 
Okay, so November 15th, we'll collect dividends again. I don't care. I'll be getting the $1.10 per share on dividends. Okay, don't really care. All right, let's go back to where I was. Um, that's Target, USB. USB. Hope you guys don't mind me doing this, you know, a little bit of a dive deep into this kind of stuff. All right, US. All right, 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 36.36. Uh, 30 day high was three weeks ago at 37.53. 30 day bottom today. Woohoo! All right. I really don't think I need to go over. Do I care? No, I don't. All right, so we jumped into this thing a couple of weeks ago at 36.50. I sold off the 34 and a halfs. Okay, brought in a shitty premium. Wow, that's a shitty premium. Five cents a share. It's only a $35 stock, so, you know, five cents a share, really not that bad. Not that great, but not that bad. Okay, VZ's last on the list, Verizon. Uh, I'm not going to go into details on USB only because I've only had it for a couple of weeks. So it's really not that big a deal at this moment in time, shall I say. All right, so 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 33.62. This is Verizon. We get a double top at 35.14. That was three weeks ago. And then she dropped down, hit a small bottom at 33.24. More profit taking. Up to what is that 30, 34, 36, and then from there, we got ourselves a new 30 day low at 3281. Okay, it's Verizon. You guys know Verizon ain't going anywhere, so why even bother? Where am I with Verizon? Let's take a quick look. Okay, 3370. I sold off the 34s. I remember, yes, because the 3370s, 30. 3350s weren't really enough. So I go in for the 34s. If it hits 34, fine. I got no problem whatsoever because I get to collect the 30 cent difference between the purchase price and the sell price. But next week, we'll probably go for a little, something a little bit lower. But we don't know. Never know. Nobody really knows where things are going to go. Except for the Pelosi's. They know that shit. Fucking cheap. Anyway, don't get me started. Okay, so needless to say... I'm perfectly happy where I am. I'm going to stay right where, you know, uh, it's Wednesday. Not a whole heck of a lot happens on a Wednesday. We've already looked at the Dividend Kings. We looked at the Dividend Achievers. We looked at Warren Buffett's list. We even looked at the list, the premier list of uh, of stocks. Those are the trades we made for today or this week. I'm pretty much happy with the status quo. And I don't want to rock the boat. Other than that, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for a weekly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Which, oh, by the way, um, I'm going to be back at home, back in the Boston area tomorrow, so I'll see you then. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.